You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. Roots are there to absorb and to draw it out of the soil and the air, quite frankly, into that plant to make that plant what it needs to be, ultimately to bear fruit. So the roots are there seeking like tentacles. They're seeking out everything within a range of distance to take it, to absorb it, to withdraw it from the earth, the land and the air, to draw it up into that plant, to make that plant strong and developed. And that's one of the reasons why we need to develop root so that we can have the sustenance that we need. In Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7, in the Amplified Bible, it says this, having, have the roots of your being, the roots of your being firmly, deeply planted in Christ, fixed and founded in him, being continually built up. We have to stop there. Because that's what development is. It is continual building up, a continual development, a continual growth. There is no such thing as anybody reaching maturity where they need no more maturity in life, okay? We all, all of us, have to continually grow and develop. And so roots allow you to continually be built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. You see, so there is so much sustenance in the root system for your growth and for your development. And that's why you need roots. And, and in, in Jesus' teaching, uh, this plant could not withstand the elements of the earth, the heat. It withered. It dried up. It died. Because even after popping up quickly, it, it did not have what it, take, what it took for that plant to live and to thrive. Because no sustenance was being withdrawn from its proximity to support its life. Same thing with you. You need to make sure that the seed of God's word for that anger you're dealing with, for that jealousy you're dealing with, for that unforgiveness you're dealing with, you need the seed of love for that unforgiveness. You need the seed of grace for that unforgiveness. You need the seed of peace for that anger, right? You plant that in you and what it'll do, it'll withdraw from the realm of the spirit every possible nutrient that is necessary for you to experience love at a high level, peace at a high level. And then number two, roots provide stability against or for adversity and crises that you will face in life. Listen, there's no such thing as a Christian being exempt from crisis. There's no such thing as a Christian being exempt from trouble you will have trouble. Even Jesus said it, you're going to have persecution. He says, but I've overcome the world. He says, be of good cheer. In other words, have, have a mindset 
that understands that you have victory in your crises. Yes, you will experience it, but you're not going to be overcome by it. You will not be overwhelmed by it because Christ is in you. He is within you to help you, support you, assist you, and to help and to see that you overcome. I have a, a passage of scripture that I just, I love this passage, this word. It is, it is, and I love it in the Message Bible translation because it's clear as clear can be. And it says in Proverbs 24 and 10 that if you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. <laughs> that is something. And, you know, people can hear that and get offended, but you shouldn't because it's the word of God. You should hear it for a purpose of growth and development. Okay, wait a minute. I have no business as a child of, of God falling to pieces in a crisis. I have no business doing that. You know, uh, well, I won't, well, my point is, is that faith empowers you to walk through and have victory in a crisis, meaning your life should not shut down. Your plans that you are in pursuit of, that God has given you, should not be placed on hold. You must keep moving forward in the middle of that crisis, in the middle of that adversity, in the middle of that hardship, even if you suffered some level of loss or some degree of loss or someone has, you've lost somebody, not lost, but, you know, maybe a loved one has gone on to heaven, you must still keep moving forward. You must. Now, I'm talking to those of you who say that you're believers in Christ Jesus. There's no such thing in that particular realm of life to be just shut down and say, I give up, I quit, forget it. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't want no part of this. You see, that's why we need root. <laughs> because the root system not only reaches into the soil to absorb all the nutrients that it needs, but as it expands into the soil, it stabilizes the plant. It makes the plant firm in its, as it grows up tall. It makes sure that when the wind blows, it's balanced, it's stabilized, that when severe weather comes, that it's doing its job to keep itself in the ground. Now, it may lean over, but the sun will help it to stand back up again, you see? So the idea is understanding that another purpose of having root as we desire to grow is to be stable. And I, I call it, having spiritual composure that yes we go through things but we maintain spiritual composure yes it rains in our life the storms arise in our life the winds blow in our lives just like it will in those lives of those who are outside of christ and their lives are built on the sand that shifts our life is built on the rock and even though the winds blow the storms rise the waters come we're going to remain stable and we're going to maintain our spiritual composure. You see, the reason for one reason for that is so that you can remain in a place of calm and peace and hear from God in terms of what it is that you need to do next. 
But when you are chaotic and when you are, are overwhelmed emotionally and distraught, it's hard to hear from God. It's hard to hear God's voice in that state of mind. And, and even though he's talking, you cannot hear him because you're so distracted by the distraught and by the chaos around you, you're not stable. So let's get those roots planted. Get that word in your heart. Plant those roots so that when the storm comes, you're smiling, you're standing, you're strong. You're able to, even in the midst of your storm, provide assistance to someone else. And then number three. So let's, re let's review. Number one, roots provide sustenance for growth and development. Number two, roots provide stability for adversity and crisis. And number three, roots provide sustainability for longevity, for endurance, and ultimately fruitfulness. See, the whole idea behind the seed is to bear fruit. You don't just plant a seed just to grow a plant that don't produce. We need and desire to bear fruit. Now, that's going to happen as you are sustained for longevity because you can't bear fruit if you only last 24 or 48 hours, right? So sustainability, and that's what roots provide, sustainability. Let's look at an expression of sustainability. In Isaiah 41, in verse 10, it says, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. This is God talking through the prophet Isaiah. He says, I'm with you. Am I not with you? I'm adding that, but let me stop. Do not look around you in terror. He says, do not be dismayed. He says, I'm your God. And I will strengthen you. I will harden you to difficulties. I love that. I will harden you to difficulties. In other words, when something hits you in life, it will be like you won't feel it. Why? Because you've been hardened to that difficulty. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up. I will sustain you. I will hold you up. I will retain you with my victorious right hand of rightness and justice. See, this is a promise from God, but every promise must be believed. If you don't believe it, it doesn't manifest, even though it's a promise. You have to appropriate faith in the promise. It doesn't come just because you know it. It comes because you believe it. And how do you believe it? By planting that scripture right there in your heart. How do you do that? By meditating it. How do you do that? By reading it every day, multiple times a day, all to the degree you memorize it and you're saying it over and over and over. And what happens? It gets in your heart. That's where you believe. And once it gets in your heart, into your believing system, it changes the way you think. Once your thought processes change, how you see things change. How you speak changes. How you act toward things and people begin to change. That's what the seed does. It's systematic in its approach to transformation in your life. And so you plant that right there inside of you so that you can produce the outcome of sustainability and longevity and endurance so that ultimately you can bear the fruit. I want to go back to Mark chapter 4 
where we started. But I want to pick up at verse 14. It says, the former sows the word. Others, like seeds sown on rocky places, meaning people, they hear the word and at once receive it with joy. Oh, that was a good word. They get excited. They get happy. And that's great. I, I love experiencing that. However, if you don't plant that word, it just sits on the surface level like last week's teaching. And the enemy just comes and snatches it and it's gone. You can't use it. You can't apply it. He says, but because they have no root, it only lasts a short time. That, that, that excitement is, is short-lived. By next week, it's gone. Because in the meantime, they've experienced trouble, persecution, and trial. And they quickly fall away. We don't want you falling away. We want you to be sustained. We want you to be, to be provided with sustenance. We want you to be provided with the stability and the sustainability that you need to be productive in your walk with God, in your life with God. This is, I, I love this teaching. I love teaching this because it provides practicality, very practical steps that you and I can take in order to experience the growth in life. Oh, sure, everybody wants to grow. Everybody desires to grow, but you gotta put the seed in the ground, the word in your heart. You know, when you go to a training for professionalism, your professional, your profession, and you're trying to grow in your profession, uh, you go to a seminar, you go to a training, an in-service, and you clock in those hours and you, you log them in ter in terms of your profession. That's a seed that you've planted. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.